This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 73. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the March Scorsese picture Goodfellas one justifying minute at a time. My name is Connor <laughs> Kilpatrick, with me is Ron Richards. Hello. And Josh Flanagan. Hello. And this minute kicks off with Spider's Dead. <laughs> 
And <laughs> it ends with Karen threatening Janice with some public slut shaming. <laughs> way, to, way to put it in today's modern lens. Thank you. So uh, I'm going for the SEO. <laughs> you can't SEO a podcast, Connor. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Eventually. So, I'm These files are all going to be there, and you'll be able to. Trust us. So I love the fact that everyone is surprised that Tommy's dead when Henry announces it. He yeah. goes, Tommy's dead, and they all go, <gasps> Spider's dead. Yeah, I'm sorry, dead. Yeah. Spider's dead. Tommy put six bullets in him. All right. And what I, what I like is that, <laughs> he, that Tom, Tommy, does, Tommy does this pursed lip, hand, and he puts his hand up like, well, what do you expect? Well, you that's know? my <laughs> favorite thing is he go, yeah. he's very proud of his shooting prowess. Yeah. Well, he actually says, I'm a good shot. What do you want from me? Right. <laughs> It's even better because it's like as if it's not his fault at all, which is the thing we've seen with all of these guys over and over. But he goes, good shot. Remember for me. Good shot. Well, what do you expect? He's a good shot. Of course he's dead. There's some reaction off screen and Anthony Stabile reacts some way. And Tommy goes, well, you got a problem with what I did, Anthony? Like, it, you know, well, they like all react to the news he's dead, and I assume yeah. they, react, they react negatively. Yeah, yeah. That's a minefield because, you know, the reaction to, hey, this guy that we were with is dead – that's a tough one to control, but you have to be on top of it, or you know your friend might get angry at you and shoot you also. Right. Well, and that and that's and that's really what happens. So you know, so Jimmy yells at Tommy and says, "I'm not digging the hole. I'm out of lime." And Tommy says, "You know, well, it's not my first hole." And he gets up and he starts looking for the shovels. And Henry is just sitting there, crouched over Spidey's, Spider's body, staring at Jimmy. Yeah. Well, because Jimmy's letting this get out of control. Well, yeah, and going back to the book, at least in Wise Guy, the, the real Henry Hill told Nicholas Pelleggi, the whole reason, whether the story is true or not, this is what Henry used as his example to explain the moment that he realized that Tommy was a psychopath. Mm-hmm. You know, that he, that, he would, that he would just kill at the drop of a hat. And, and I guess, you know, that Henry staring at Jimmy is the visual representation of Henry is now scared of his friend, you know. It's like that I look at you, Ron. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Uh, my note here is that Jimmy is frustrated with tommy but is he frustrated enough because it sounds like his reaction to you know what then you're gonna dig the hole not you really shouldn't shoot people that we're with it was more like a like a well you're gonna pick all these toys up and tommy and tommy's a brick wall nothing's getting he's he's getting more and more what where are the shovels that line i laugh out loud the the off camera where are the shovels (laughs) yeah (laughs) like he's already forgotten it's 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 said sort of jovially like nice fucking game I'm going I'm to yeah. get some cardio in. Now they got to find a new drinks guy. The thing that's interesting that you have about your observation, Josh, is that in, the, in Wise Guy, the quote is, he was like a kid who had been bad and had to clean the erasers after school. So he's very Jeez. much chastised like a kid. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy made Tommy dig the hole right there in the cellar. They, they, bur- they buried a lot of people in their own cellars, by the way. That's like, which, is, which I feel like that's not a good idea. It's pretty lazy. Well, also, going, going back to what I said yesterday, they actually dug up the cellar and there was no body, so who knows? <laughs> well, you, I, think, I think you balance out the chance of getting caught while transporting a body to the chances of them digging up your cellar. There's only so many properties in upstate New York that they can go bury people at. Like, they've, they've, they've learned that lesson. Right. I just feel like you're also, like, there's a, there's a property value issue. You know, like uh, you put a body. Like, you don't have to disclose to the realtor that there's a body. Uh, well, no, well, either like, way. But you're going in the basement, and you're like, "What? What is that smell?" You know, like, well, I, like well, you guys. Here really we go. Good here's, job. here's the fun fact for this episode. Which okay, uh, I'm going to preface this by saying my Google searches are going to get me in trouble with the law at some point from this. Connor, just, I told just, you. just from doing this show. Connor, but, you know about the incognito mode. You know about it. I, Googled, I know you know about. It. I googled uh, what does lime do to a decomposing body. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Oh, as, as I hit enter, I was like, that's not good. That's the kind of thing oh. they call up a trial. 
So Lime does one of two things, and I found this very interesting, because I did not know this. I'm sure people out there did know this, you psychopaths. Lime, first of all, suppresses the smell. So that's, I think the primary reason they, they dump lime on the body is to keep the smell away. Because mm. the other thing lime does is it slows the decomposition. Interesting. So they obviously wouldn't want that, but the more important thing is to keep the smell away because obviously the smell is so potent that people would know there's a dead body. So the lime keeps the smell tramped down while also making the body less. So maybe that's why they had to run back up to get Billy Batts' body because it wasn't quite as soupy as we assumed. Oh, mm. yeah, maybe. Well, well, the whole idea of burying so, on their own property. I'm going to enter this this episode into the into evidence. By the way, in my future murder trial for the reason why I looked up this this thing. Oh God! Um, but the, going back to the whole where they bury bodies, there's you know there are numerous stories. I think in, in Wise Guy he tells it the nightclub that Jimmy owned, Roberts. There was a outdoor bocce court behind it or next door to it, and there are several notable people who one one of them will will see his murder later on in the movie. But Jimmy had a best friend named Remo. And uh, apparently they had a disagreement, and then Jimmy killed him and buried him underneath the bocce court at his own nightclub. And they used to go play bocce and go outside, and Jimmy would go, "Hey, Remo, how you doing?" Down to the ground. Hmm. So, Ooh. so yeah. Think it's about not that. even. It's it's funny because it, it then becomes even less of a punishment for Tommy. Like he doesn't even have to go anywhere. Yeah. He doesn't have to bring the body anywhere. He just yep. digs a hole in the basement. I guess yep. were these like bare, bare, like no cement. Like there's a part of like older basements did, didn't. Yeah, they'd be dirt. dirt floors. Yeah, they must have been dirt. Yeah. Well, clearly if they if they buried them. Otherwise, in the basement. Like, you'd be looking for a pickaxe too. Oh, oh, there's all sorts of issues. Logistical nightmare with this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. one thing that was interesting, I thought, was as I mentioned at the top of the show, Tommy does a lot of justifying here for why he shot a spider. One of the things he says is his whole family are rats. His brother's a rat, yep. which I found interesting because that is Tommy's backstory. Yep. And so I, was, I wonder if, there was a, if that was either a nod to Tommy's backstory and or Tommy's self-loathing justifying the shooting. Yes and probably, yes. I would say, yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, because there's no, once again, real-life spider probably didn't exist, but there was no mention of him being a, a rat or his family being a rat or anything like that. So I think that I think that's you know, Scorsese and Pelleggi pulling a little bits of the real-life story and just peppering it in where they can. I thought that was nice. That yeah. Went. All right. Well, after that, we get Karen, who has discovered Janice Rossi in apartment 2R. How do you think she found her? I bet Henry's got paperwork around. She doesn't yeah. ask any he, questions. He, he doesn't Stop put running. anything on paper. Yeah, it's organized. He, he doesn't sign anything. He never signs anything. That's a good question. We never know how she found out about him. And there are a lot of apartments in Janice's building. She has nothing to do. Yeah. She got to follow him. I mean, literally, like it's not. It's not all. Uh, my only my note here to begin this scene is that Karen is not in a good way. No. Oh, she's reached the end of her emotional rope here. Yeah, yeah, and also that this is intercom abuse. Well, well, that's that's that's, a, that's my other question. Like, I don't know how the apartment buildings in in the city in the seventies worked, but can't Janice just turn the volume down? Mm. Like, isn't there some sort of control on her level? Well, to be a like, lot of intercoms, you have to hold a button down to even hear. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She's still buzzing everybody. Yeah, she yeah. is. It, Which yeah, is going to be a problem. Is. You are. I, I I I like the the delivery with the hand gesture. You are nothing but a whore. You know. <laughs> Oh, I figured out how she found out. So I'm, I'm looking through the book here. And, uh, okay. So <laughs> the chef at, at the suite let it slip. The chef who was Chinese oh. let it slip that Karen had called looking for Henry, and he kept calling her Lynn or Linda on the phone. Oh. And she kept saying, I'm not Linda. And he, he let it slip. Linda was Lynn. So she went down there and interrogated the chef, and the chef told her, because she only lived right around the corner from the suite, if you recall from last week. Right, yeah. So the chef told her where 
where Linda lives. So apparently, then then the chef was buried next to Spider. I assume. Oh Jesus! Well, so and so I, I you know I give. And she says she rang it for two hours. Two hours she rang the bell. Oh my God! I give. I mean, Karen has every right to be upset, but Absolutely. do you bring the kid? Do you bring the kids? Well, that's what I wrote. No babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, oh man. Well, I mean, the fact that she did it for two hours isn't so much impressive on its own, but the fact that she got the kids to stay there while she did it for two hours is amazing. Well, the, the little one has a pacifier, so clearly she's been pacified. Have you ever had to sit around with two little kids in one space yelling at an intercom for two hours? I mean, probably not, but I can just take other experiences I've had. And I, that, that's, uh, that's, yeah, but your, your kids are not disciplined the same way I'm mobster's That's kids, true. Right? She's yeah. very focused on her task, though, is my, is yeah. my point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's get into more of this tomorrow because there's a lot. There's there's a lot more time at the at the. Oh yeah, well, and, then, and, 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 and then tomorrow's minute where Je- uh, Karen pulls my favorite move of all. So right, yeah. So I'm excited this, for that. These last two minutes are where it all falls apart. Yeah. Like it all, like ever, like both the eras. Movie, our show, everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, both parts of Henry's life, like these are these are the turning points, which is where where everything sort of changes from a personal standpoint. All right, so the fuck count for this minute is ten, which is a lot. We'll get respectable. To We'll get to the next count tomorrow. Until then, uh, that's it for Minute 73. You can tune in tomorrow for 74. Until then, check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Minute and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com and support the show by going to Patreon.com slash GFM. There you can uh, become a monthly member, and if you give it a certain level, you'll get your very own Mafia nickname. We'll find out the next Patreon's Mafia nickname on Friday. And if you don't want to do that, you can also support us by going to GoodfellasMinute.com slash support. And shop via our Amazon link. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, email us at contactthegoodfellowsminute.com. I think Karen will be ringing that bell until tomorrow. <laughs> All night. She's a whore. Nothing but a whore. In 2R. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.